following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two on a Thursday with Superfly Hayes. As our executive producer, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. Born and raised in Grand Rapids, Michigan, Grand Rapids Catholic Central Cougar back in the day. Now one of the leading Michigan insiders with Anthony Broom, Chris Ballas, and the crew at the Wolverine.com. Uh, how's the feedback been on your Michigan football 2023 preview magazine? The feedback is that we're sold out online. You are? And you can get it at the MDEN right now or MDEN.com. That's it? You're out? You're That's sold it. out? They, they got their supply. We're sold out. You can get the digital version over at the WolverineOnDemand.com. But as we put it before we started selling them, if people aren't going to buy them this year, they never will. It's such an exciting season coming up. And they did. Are you doing another printing so. of them to have them out there? I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, right now, but I do know there are a good amount over at MDEN, uh, but we sold out of our And that's supply, in Ann Arbor, so right? That is, and, and it's MDEN.com as well, selling them online so people can still get them, but... There is a, digi- um, a digital version at the WolverineOnDemand.com? Yes. Yep. So they can get that downloaded well, What's that WolverineOnDemand.com? That's just, a different that's website? Our, yeah, that's our like website for... and stuff and... That, no, that's our website for all the magazine stuff. Oh, it is? So, really? Yep. Oh, so the WolverineOnDemand.com yes, yep. digital version, the paperback which you gave me, which I spilled everything all over. <laughs> I got another for you. I didn't know you know, but you got a ton of them. Superfly, the Superfly's a Michigan State fan. You know that, right? I would have given him one if if he wasn't. Yeah, he, he, but he was saying he he was saying off air that he actually likes Michigan more these days. Yeah, he did. He's not wearing his green and white anymore. He wouldn't say it on air, but he's got maize and blue hat on right now. Look at that. Blake Corum jersey. That's amazing. And he's a Michigan State fan. Right. A lot, a of, lot, Michi- of, a lot, lot of, of them are converting. I know. Well, and a lot of Michigan State fans got upset with me. A couple days ago, I posted Lions 14-3. and They win the NFC. Michigan 15-0. and They win the oh. national championship, right? Oh, no. And Michigan State 4-8. and Look, yeah. I was telling my buddies golfing this morning at North Kent Golf Course, okay? Name these are three Michigan State fans: Bill Dewitt, Joe Preston, and Bill Cutler. Three Michigan State fans. Name me an offensive playmaker for your Michigan State Spartans. That's the issue. Yeah, they they were silent. Like, well, hey, that Noah Kim guy. How many snaps? Yeah, and like George Blaha, the voice of Michigan State, said a couple of days ago on the show, they got a salty front seven. On defense. I agree with that. Right? Yeah. I, I, I don't think they're going to be a team that's getting blown out 45 nothing, Unless Michael Penix and Washington throw all over them again. You know, they got to shore up the secondary. But I agree with the front seven. 
but the skill position seemed to be lacking. I really wonder if Mel Tucker can maximize his talent. Mm-hmm. That is the question mark. Yeah. Okay? That is, you know, uh, get $95 million when you were 2-0 and against Harbaugh, but things are different with Michigan football. Can he maximize his talent? We've seen a lot of head coaches who made a lot of money, who could recruit the heck out of Michigan and America, never translate that into W's and consistency on the field. Brady Hoke will come to mind. I was about to say. They went early with somebody else's guys, right? Even Harbaugh won early with somebody else's guys. Right. Then he hit the patch where we're like, wait a minute, what's going on? Oh, my God. You know, Ward Manuel hoping he takes another job. And then, you know, the turning point. If you look at the last two years, Clayton, and two Big Ten titles, two thrashings of Ohio State, two appearances in the college football playoff, yeah, you lost to Georgia and you had that god-awful first half against TCU. But what do you think is the turning point on where things finally went the way everybody had hoped for with Harbaugh. And I'm saying everybody who's a Michigan fan. Yeah. And Harbaugh was asked this question last week, and he said... The same question? Who yeah, stole, who stole my much. question? Okay. Pretty much. I don't remember. But, you know, he, he basically said it's a thousand little things, and that's probably true. But from how I see it and how we can break down the, the bigger things, one, it was just the, the ownership that it seemed like the leaders on that team two years ago really started to take where they said... And I remember this time, this time two years ago, we were talking to Aiden Hutchinson and Josh Ross down at Media Day, and they said... You know, that 2020 season was not Michigan football. We're going to turn this around. And then you just hear the, the legendary stories about Aiden Hutchinson in the weight room and those guys working in the offseason and how everybody else followed him and followed that leadership group. Carried over now where, and we were talking earlier, they could have had 30 guys, Harbaugh said, brought down to Big Ten media days. And there's really that many leaders on this team. So I think it started with the players taking a little bit more ownership and then the second thing's just kind of an obvious one, but it's it's the defensive moves he made at coordinator. I mean, Don Brown was fantastic earlier on in his tenure, but I think people started to figure him out. You know, they didn't necessarily win the games when they didn't have overly superior talent. Based on just the the way that that scheme was, a lot of man coverage, a lot of blitzing, a lot of overpowering weaker opponents, but they've transitioned to more of a modern style of defense, more of an NFL style. Mike McDonald in 2021 did a great job with that group turning things around. And then Jesse Minter, who I remember, you know, rival fans on on social media making fun of the hire because he came from Vanderbilt. But this dude was at the the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, his dad was a longtime D coordinator, was a head coach at Cincinnati. He knows football, and he did a great job last season. I actually think he may be the better fit for Michigan at this point at defensive coordinator coming into his second year now. So I think – it was those two things. And then just Jim Harbaugh uh, pushing the right buttons everywhere, replaced some assistant coaches. Um, and it's just, you know, including putting Sharon Moore on the offensive line. So it probably is a thousand things, you know, that they did. But those are a few of the big ones. And it has been extremely impressive. It feels like a different program that we're talking about. And I think it feels like a different program because he, he hit the jackpot on the assistant switch. No doubt. Would you agree with that? No doubt. The D coordinator, but it it's not just that. It was it's Sharon Moore. No, no, everybody. I'm it's, talking I'm I'm, it, I'm saying he I agree, didn't, there, there's not a you could look before and almost feel by watching games that there was a weak link with assistance. We were blaming Harbaugh a lot for game plans. He still is a head coach or what they were doing right. in terms of that maximizing talent mm-hmm. that I just mentioned about Mel Tucker of Michigan State. And now 
I look at it, and really outside of maybe being too conservative last year, and you mentioned Coram carrying the ball 29 times a game before in Big Ten play before he got hurt, but he is trying to find his way to Ohio State and beat them again and win another Big Ten title, and he got to the Final Four. Right. And I think he sat on the playbook thinking he could get through TCU by pounding the ball and then unleash it on Georgia instead, bit him in the rear. Uh, but what he's done the last two years is – Everything that checks the boxes on why the Michigan fan wanted Harbaugh to come back home and take over the program. Yeah, and you mentioned those position coaches in development, which I think has been, it's so big and it's something that you can't really measure and you don't really know, you know, is it the kid, is it the coaches? But there was an interesting story written by Bruce Feldman over on The Athletic earlier this week where Jim Harbaugh made the bold comment that I'm sure you saw that he thinks they're going to have 20 players drafted next spring. Now, Probably not going to happen, right? But I think they're probably around that many that have a chance, you know, if they leave or, you know, or if they uh, end up having a big season. But there's a thing called blue chip ratio, which is the percentage of your roster that were four or five star recruits. Michigan's sitting at 54% right now. Alabama's at 90. Georgia's in the 80s. Ohio State's in the 80s. But Michigan has closed that gap, I think, through development where they have, they legitimately have a chance to get to that 20 number. Again, I don't think they're going to get there. Um, so that has been really impressive, and that's something that everybody's searching for. Mel Tucker, uh, James Franklin at Penn State, you know, they're doing a better job of it. But the development, that's where in the culture, too, and in the physical and mental toughness that these teams have had, that's how you can differentiate yourself when you don't have all the four and five stars. And Michigan has maximized, as you the great word, you know, really over the last couple of years, everything that they've had. And we were thinking they were underachieving after that first year right. with Rudock, right, where what's going on, you know, Shea Patterson, again, we go back to leadership. Mm-hmm. We're not going to throw anybody under the bus, but this team, you know, I, I think you win at any level in football or at any level in sports when you have leadership beyond the coaches on the field, in the locker room, and off the field. Didn't it feel like early on in his tenure when they'd lose a big game, it was just there was so much on his shoulders and there was less of that player ownership um, and you started to see a little bit like with Winovich, right, where when these guys in yes. Bush were taking ownership. And they had good seasons. And they did. It kind of fall apart at the end. Part of that's because you play Ohio State at the yeah, end of the Don season. Don Brown was a little bit old school. Yeah. And I, I think removing him helped. Yeah. No, 100%. And, and I love Don Brown. He was awesome. I mean, and what Drev, a great no, guy. I thought was in over his skis when, that, when it started. Those right? moves had to be made. Yeah. Right. And you look at Moore, who's a future head coach. You look at the uh, McDonald move and everything just to, you know, Click, click, hit, hit, here yeah. you go. And Harbaugh, even with Harbaugh trying to be pushed out the door by manual, right? A couple of times. The, taking the contract. When, when you just mentioned Michigan in the same breath as Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, and that blue chip ratio. Yeah. Think about the fact of what Harbaugh had to do in taking the pay cut. Yeah. That's a... Harbaugh, a man who, a lifer in the game of football, at his alma mater, had to take that pay cut. And in the end, you can look back at the last two seasons, or seasons plural, Mm -hmm. and it's the ultimate up yours to anybody inside the walls at Michigan who wanted him gone. And there were a lot of fans. There were people in the media clamoring. This wasn't just all on Ward Manual. But he yeah. found a way, no matter what you want to say about Harbaugh, hate him, love him, like him, ah, he's okay. He found a way to rally 
that program mm -hmm. and they're preseason number two. And you're talking, uh, hey, you know, beat Georgia and national championships. I don't know if they can do it. It still seems like Georgia, Alabama is uh, varsity versus JV. But that, look how they've closed the gap on Ohio State and what they've done to Ohio State the last two years at the big house and in Columbus. Mm -hmm. That's on Harbaugh for the program. As much as people were, you know, piling on. And and I was in that boat. Like, is it? Can this dude? Can this dude? You know, earn his paycheck. Remember, we're talking about. Oh my God, he's making seven and a half, eight million dollars yeah. of bonuses, right? Can he earn it? Well, it's the same grief that Mel Tucker's getting right now at Michigan State. Right. I bet it feels a lot better to be on this side of it than if you're Jim than than the other side. And think about it. the other side when <laughs> when when Mel got the ninety five million dollar deal and they were two and zero against Michigan. Right. And people thought Michigan was toast. That here we go again. Now, Harbaugh failed. Hoke failed. Look what they've been through. Rich Rod, everything. You know, Harbaugh saved Michigan's ass. They did. He did. And if you... They as a team. He did as a leader, but they as a team. Yes. The last two years. He did. And if they would have gotten rid of him like some people, a lot of people wanted after 2020, who do you go get? It turns out he was the guy all along. They, you know, it just needed to work out. I mean, they were, they were well, close think about to that. Who, 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 who do you think would have been the head coach? I'd heard Bill O'Brien on that last move yeah. to the Vikings. Yeah, you know who's now running the Patriots offense with Belichick. Uh, you know, you stack up all the other options though, and they don't look all that appealing. Who, yeah, well now right, there's a guy that knows Michigan as well as anyone. He grew up there. He ends up playing quarterback there as an All American. And he, he did have Iowa State success. coach was the hot name too. Yeah, Matt Campbell was the hot name. You know, people were. But that's Luke kind Pickle. of uh, that's cooled off. That has right? cooled off. Yeah. Right. And then you know PJ Flack, hey, bring him back. You know, now look at PJ under fire. You know, after Northwestern and that story coming out with their baseball and football programs, a lot of stuff is coming to the surface on coaches and what they've done. They're all under the microscope. Welcome right. to the, you know, Twitter 9000 channel, social network, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, everybody's got a camera phone world. Football's no longer PC. So what do you do, man? You know, uh -huh. you you be careful what you say, what you do. I mean, I'm not condoning anything, but the PJ Fleck thing, I thought he handled that well. He did, Don't you know. You? Yeah, I, well, I but PJ behind the scenes. Uh, and I'm not going to air my private conversations, but you know, that, that dude put on a pretty good game face when at Western and when he went and took the Minnesota job, uh, you know, was like a Chucky doll that just changed to a whole different persona, right? <laughs> I can't yeah. – I, I will say I even got into conversations. His wife started coming at me privately on social networks and PJ and his wife, I kind of told where to stick it. And I, I think I used phrases like – uh, charlatan, evangelist, um, and I can't say the other words because we're a family show. Right. Kid show. No, no. I, he didn't handle the exit well there. Yeah. He, he didn't. And, you know, Lance Taylor is a good hire uh, for Western. I like that guy uh, down there. But, yeah, PJ, he, he has the row of the boat, which, again, if you're in the land of, you know, 11,168 lakes, yeah. you hit the spot. Sure. Right. He, he was an awesome interview. I will not debate that. He's fun to listen to. But in the end, you know, you kind of find out where people are at. Mm -hmm. So, like, if I fired Superfly right now. I'm sure on the way out right now with you in studio, he would just let it all air right here what he thought of me. 
No, he was doing that in the last break. I know. <laughs> that's that's good, Clayton. I love how far you've come, man. You used to be like, you had sweat coming down the side. It looked sure. like your eyes sure. needed wipers. Mm-hmm. You used to be so nervous in studio. Now you're relaxed and comfortable. That was a good one. I like that, man. Appreciate that. All right, I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings uh, Sportsbook app. If you want to get that winning feeling with money lines, props, parlays, and more, you can bet on your favorite sports and teams and take a shot at huge wins. New customers can score $150 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5 on anything. Plus, all customers can take their winnings to the next level with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place your parlay by combining multiple bets from a single game for a shot at even a bigger payout. Simple and easy. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. New customers then can score that $150 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5 on anything. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Herman Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports and the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long, right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls high school sports MHSAA.com 
TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is producing today's broadcast. Good friend of our in-studio guest, Clayton Safey, from TheWolverine.com. TheWolverine.com 2023 Michigan Football Preview. The hard copies all sold out outside of M10 down in Ann Arbor. You can get the digital copy at TheWolverineOnDemand.com. Is that it, Clayton? Yep. yep. So a digital copy, how much is the digital copy? I think it's 10 bucks. It's pretty yeah. good. Really good magazine. Well done. Uh, good artwork. Uh, numbers pop. Uh, photos blend. Uh, it's a masterpiece from the Ballas Studios just south of Chelsea on the east side of the state. How's Chris doing? He's up north. He's on vacation right now, so hopefully he's doing... Incredible. Up north, well, yeah. I, I saw him. Yeah, he, he sent out a photo. He's like by Traverse City or yeah, something. Yeah, like Sutton's Bay or something. Yeah. So hopefully he's enjoying himself. We got a long season ahead of us. So. Yeah, you guys do, man. Yeah. You get a little downtime. Did you come back and see family or something? Yep, I'll be hanging out. Got uh, got some good weekends coming up, so we'll be good to and go. And then you guys are locked in. Like, uh, So when's fall camp? They just, they just rolled in last week. Started right? yesterday. Yep, we'll have, yeah. have some media stuff uh, for fall camp starting next week. And then... We're rolling. Are they giving you guys a lot of access to players and coaches? Yeah, we'll get some players and, and coaches. I assume Harbaugh once only, um, but it should be good and uh, and get to talk to these guys about what's going on because there are. It's funny. It's a it's a team that has a ton of talent, a lot of depth, high expectations, but there are still quite a few positions up for grabs. So I mean, th- there's going to be competition and, and plenty of stuff to to talk about. So. What do you think uh, by the time we get them? It could be in the East Carolina opener on September 2nd at the big house with their new huge yeah. uh, TV screens, right? Yeah. Uh, how, how, they're like monster screens. It, it's massive. They said they're like four... It was uh, 4D and 8, 8D or something, right? Yeah, so it has 4K to 8K Okay, capability. 4D, 8K, whatever the yeah. initial was. 4D, 3D. Well, your TV's 3D. probably 4K, right? Yeah, my, well, I, was, I, I knew there was initial I needed. It didn't yeah, seem right yeah. when I said 4D and 8D. People are like, what's 3D? Hey, they got 4D now and 8D? Yeah. They got 4K and 8K, right? Yeah, yeah. so 4K to 8K. 35,000 hours of workers in th- are yeah. there two screens, one on each end? One on each end. So they're, they're the third largest screens individually in college football behind Auburn and Purdue. But those two schools only have one. Michigan's got two identical ones. So they got the most screenage in college football. They're massive. 
and fitting for the big it's, house. It's from the people who did uh, Jones World down yep. where the Cowboys play, yep. right? Mitsubishi. Um, How much it cost? Did you ever hear? I think I think our guy Anthony Broom was saying forty-one million dollar project. Wow! And they got to do uh, some other. They had a surplus, cut some costs, or, or not cut some costs, but save some money on the project. So they got to do a bunch of different venues: softball, baseball, Cliff really? King Arena, which does wrestling, and some others. Um, Game so video boards, new and video stuff? boards there. Chrysler and Yost probably coming in in several years, but yeah, yeah they, big project. Will will uh, Juwan be there in several years as the Michigan head basketball coach? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think he. Uh, if we want to get into that. I think he. Uh, you know, is going to probably have some options in the NBA. Is, is that roster finalized well. yet for the upcoming year? It's out, but they said the additions could be coming. So, and that's kind of the case. That's that's college sports right now. Did I see Cam Sanderson's son, who I heard is an got an offer. stud? Yeah, got an offer from Michigan. Yeah, he's a 2026 guard. Can shoot the lights out. Where's he at down? Is he at Celine? He's at Celine. Uh-huh. Yep. So he's going to have a big year, I think, this coming year. But Michigan sends out an offer to him. That's his dream offer. Um, and I was talking to TJ Meerman, head coach at Catholic Central here, who coaches uh, Darrell Brooks, who's committed to Michigan. And those two work out together. And he said, this is before he got the offer. He's like, he's going to get an offer at some point from Michigan. And, you know, I, w- I would assume he goes there, but sounds like he's going to have some other offers too. And you're a Grand Rapids Catholic Central alum. So, yep. yeah, Brooks is tough. I watched him play against uh, Forest Hills Easter, my kids' high school. I, I-, I thought he. I thought he was better as a junior. I don't know, senior, are you coasting because you don't want to get hurt or whatever, or teams kind of design things, but I really thought he was better as a junior. Or a sophomore, you mean? Yeah, sophomore, yeah. Yep. So yep. He's, he's a junior. He's going to be a senior gonna this year. He's going to be a senior this year. Yep, so, yeah, big year ahead Has he already him. committed to Michigan, right? He's committed to Michigan. He'll sign in November, uh, I would assume. And, yeah, so he... You know, he's working on his jump shot. That's kind of the one knock on him at this point. But he's athletic. He, he can defend. He so he can take it to the rack. Yeah, and he can get to the rim. He can sure. get to the yeah. rim. He, he can do that. And, again, when you're, when you're logging a lot of minutes, I don't care what level, and there's a lot on your shoulders and, and there's good coaches who know just to slow you down a little bit, that's yeah. what I'm saying from the sophomore to junior. And the talent around him as a sophomore well, he's been up higher. so Has he played up there since he's been a freshman? He might. He yeah, might I'm gonna say like when you said that he's <laughs> he's been there so long. Yeah. I'm like I'm thinking he was going to college. He was on that state runner up team. Oh, and I want to give some love. He played Speak, well there. Speaking too. of Grand Rapids Catholic Central, Jacob Polakovic. Yeah, he signed right. a contract in Italy. Yeah, to play pro basketball. Good for him. How about that dude? Yeah. Working hard, huh? That's played D one awesome. at Southern Indiana uh, last year and just chasing a dream. Won't yeah. give up, man. I love it. I love to see it. Yeah. He, and he's one of the top rebounders in D one basketball. Last year, mm-hmm. like second or third, I think. Yeah, it was like him and Zach Eady, all those leaderboards all yeah, year. Yeah, I, wa- I watch like, all his games in 4D and 8D. That's right. <laughs> I knew I was when I said that. I'm like, that doesn't seem. I read the story. I'm like, some letter, four, whatever. Four I, letter. Hey, I don't. Hey, who cares? I, I never profess to know everything. I just. You know, I don't know what that means. I just say it. 4K means uh, four kilometer, eight kilometers. Uh, depends on how far you get to run a race. Right. So I usually prefer the 4K or the 8K. Yeah. 4D is beyond 3D where you put on three sets of glasses and an extra one you have so you're 4D. And then there's 5G and 4G. Well, I saw they were using the screens during what the big house barbecue with the recruits, right? I think so. Yeah. And they gave us a little sneak peek yesterday, so we were out they there. Don't let, they let you guys in there uh, for that barbecue or you guys? Nope, not for the barbecue. You, guys, you see the food at the barbecue? 
It went viral for oh the bad hot dogs. Yeah, but there was a better spread from what we heard. Well, they were boiling. Some people like boiled hot dogs better than I would have eaten it. I, I like boiled hot dogs better than grilled hot dogs. There's I'm a, a grilled guy, but I'd eat both. As some grills, have you seen? Have been at friends when you see a grill where the green mold is dripping off it, and all of a sudden they want to make you a hot dog. I'm like, no, I'm gonna <laughs> hit the, the microwave. I'm gonna hit the McDonald's down the road. <laughs> That's true. Uh, all right, so uh, the win-loss game. I want to do this with you, sure. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. East Carolina, Michigan on September 2nd at the Big House. Easy win. Win, win yep. for Michigan, yep. Yeah, Bowling Green, Michigan. That, that, yep. Uh, the, UNLV. Uh, the UNLV first. I'm going back and forth. UNLV, the second game on September 9th at 3.30. Win, yep. Bowling Green, you're 3-0. and That's a night game. That's... Could, could yeah. you not have a better night game than Bowling Green? Well, look at the schedule, though. It's tough. And then you Rutgers know, you, game four. Right. Uh, on September 23rd at noon. And then they're not home for another month or so, right? Yeah. Michigan, Nebraska. Indiana. September 30th, no time announced. Michigan at Minnesota, no time announced. They're going to wait and see probably how Nebraska and Minnesota yep. started the season. Indiana, Michigan. On October 14th, and then Michigan at Michigan State. Yeah, that's wow. The home schedule was light yeah. until Ohio State. Now that they staggered Michigan State, Ohio State. Purdue, so. uh, November 4th at Michigan. That'd be a cold one to do at night. Yeah, Michigan at. Do they have to add another night game? I think they're good at home. Well, they added Michigan State. We know that's yep, a night game. on the road. Yep. Right, so that's a 7 30 night game. Uh, and Michigan Penn State, you already said it, and it's a noon game. On November 11th, Michigan, Maryland, uh, November 18th to be announced. Ohio State, Michigan, November 25th. That game will move away from Thanksgiving uh, weekend after this year uh, because of the expanded college football playoff. It will move a week up. It will. Yes. Mark Ewell told me that. Remember about State and Penn State playing on that Friday night and bumping high school's championships this fall to Saturday and Sunday? The day it happened, I had Mark on, and I said, is this a one-year thing? He says, yes, guaranteed, because the Big Ten is moving Ohio State, Michigan back. The championship games will now happen on Thanksgiving Day weekend in the conference because they need the playoff timing. You didn't know that, did you? I didn't, I didn't know that. So that kind of makes up for 4D and 8D, doesn't it? Does. It does. Well, I wasn't of, making fun of you for fun. No, and I think that will help. You know, uh, and Mark Yule said it's going to help us by getting out because the championship game would be at night. Yeah. It's not a holiday weekend for Michigan-Ohio State. That's true. And they'll bump it up. They're gonna, they're gonna, you know, when you look at all this money and these TV deals and schools saying, oh, I don't want to play night games. Oh, we're playing 12 already. No, there's only going to be more games added. Mm-hmm. That's it. When we're talking billions being involved. All right, so... The win-loss game, uh, 3-0 and through East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green for Michigan, then Rutgers at Michigan, 4-0. Win, yep. Michigan at Nebraska. It's a win. I think th- this and the Minnesota game, one of them oh, is going to be semi-close, but I got Michigan in both that. Yeah, and so they're 6-0. Yep. Indiana at home, 7-0. Yep. Tom Allen's going to be fired after this year is my prediction. He's Indiana's going to – He's hung on a really little bit struggling. longer than I expected. He must have friends. Yeah. Uh, inside, they're going to really struggle. I think the athletic department in Bloomington, Michigan at Michigan State. I just don't see that. I know it's a night game at Spartan Stadium, but I think Michigan gets a W there. Agree. Yeah. Big big win blowout. I think probably similar to last year. Okay. Business like you know, 
few scores. Purdue coaching change. Uh, not It'll take a, a big of, step back. I yeah, think I yeah. they, they lost everything and they lost their coach. So yeah, that's a win. They're still undefeated. Michigan yeah. at Penn State. This is a spot that some circle as Michigan's uh, regular season loss. I don't. What do you think? I don't either. Uh, I do think it'll be really close, though. It's going to be one of those grinded-out games. I think it's going to be low-scoring. I think Ballas said they're going to lose there. Ballas has predicted that as a loss. Yeah, and I could see that. Penn State's going to be good. They were good last year. I think people forget because they got beat down by Michigan how good they were. And here's a trap game, I think, that yes, uh, Maryland in between at Penn State and Ohio State at Michigan the next week. And if Michigan is undefeated going into that game, a win over Maryland would give them a thousand wins. First team in college football to a thousand wins. That could that could be another element too. I was talking to Jamie Morris, who was obviously around legendary Michigan running back back in '86. They had that Minnesota game the week before Ohio State. Bo Beckler was going to become the winningest coach in Michigan history. They had a plaque ready for him to surprise him after that. Uh, they they lose that game, trap game spot, uh, and then they beat Ohio State the next week, but. That's just another element. Maryland's going to be solid, and I think that um, it'll be a tough game, but I do have Michigan coming out on top in that game, going into Ohio State 11-0. His name is Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. You can follow everything Michigan football. Joining us in studio here on the huge show across Michigan. Uh, new names. Uh, we got one more game, right? What? Well, I said Ohio State, Michigan. That's a W. They're undefeated. I got them too. I got them. Okay, that's a, State, I, we, yeah. hey, who's thinking anything about that? And then they'll beat up. I, I don't know if Cade and Iowa are going to be in the Big Ten title. I I picked Iowa to no win the West. No one's talking about Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah, I, I think Wisconsin's going to be pretty good. They got to switch to the air raid. Could be a little bit of a not an identity crisis, but you know they're changing their identity. Luke Fickle's put together a good staff. I want to give yeah. a shout out to Matt Mitchell, he's over former there, yeah. Grand Valley State head football coach, now an assistant on Fickle's staff in Madison. I think it'll be Wisconsin, Michigan, in the Big Ten title game. Wolverines will beat the Badgers and move on to the college football Final Four, and they'll move on to the national championship game and celebrate in Ann Arbor as national champions. They could. I, I wouldn't say it's likely. I wouldn't say it's likely for any team, but I think Michigan's got as good a shot as they've ever had, you know, in the last twenty years, and as good a shot as anybody coming into this season. And I know you and I have talked about this starting back in January, but in terms of question marks and what teams have the question marks and the concerns this year, particularly at quarterback, Michigan's the one team out of those contenders that knows who its quarterback is going to be, and I think that's going to go a long way with JJ McCarthy there. All right, so uh, we know the names. Here we talked to you know McCarthy, Edwards, Corum lead the way. Uh, who are new names as early as East Carolina in the opener that first month of the season when a lot of guys are going to get some minutes that you think are fresh new names that will help Michigan in big football games later in the year? First, I think Roman Wilson, who's not a new name, is going to take a big step and lead this team in receiving. Um, but there's a Ronnie Bell type leadership thing. I think he could be that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's gotten bigger and, you know, we know he has the speed. He really showed it in that Fiesta Bowl too. He's a little overshadowed by losing that game, but he played well. Um, Tyler Morris at wide receiver. They need him to step up. He switched to number eight and it looks actually almost identical to Ronnie Bell. Ron Bellamy, the position coach has said, uh, I think Derek Moore as an edge rusher, he's my breakout player of the year on defense. Uh, was a former top 50 recruit, a kid that played 
a little bit last year, but I think he's going to break out. I think Braden McGregor, a kid from the state of Michigan, is going to break out at edge rusher as well. Um, you know, I think Makari Page is going to is going to be uh, one of those guys too at safety. But then there's all the known commodities, you know, that we talked about, and then some of the transfers that they're bringing in are going to impact too. Ernest Houseman at linebacker, AJ Barner at tight end, uh, Drake Nugent as the center. I think he's going to start there and could be contending to be one of the top centers in the country which would be amazing two years in a row you get a center out of the transfer portal but um so some of those guys are going to plug in and then you're going to have some of those breakout guys that we mentioned but then a ton of known commodities on this team too any sleepers uh, on the outside that could really push uh, for jobs in the fall camp that may not be on the radar right now there's one guy we talked about this on our podcast today one guy i'm watching the most in fall camp is Darius Clemens, a sophomore wide receiver who uh, he's kind of like Derek Moore, like I talked about, but on offense. And, you know, he played a little bit here and there last year. Didn't get the targets, but uh, he's just he's big, he's strong and he's fast. Uh, He can go up and get the ball. And I think that's an element to this Michigan offense that they need. So if he can put it together during camp and early on in the season, he's going to earn those reps. I think he could be a guy that ends up getting a couple dozen catches and a few hundred yards. Lane Safey getting ready for the upcoming 2023 Michigan football season as the Wolverines. According to my huge prediction, we'll run the table, not lose a game, be national champions, and we'll get ready for the Lions to roar through uh, the playoffs at home at Ford Field. 14-3 regular season, they'll win the NFC. They're off to the Super Bowl. Huge Adamas. There you go, man. I'm ready. Uh, I'll tell you the vibe on Michigan and the Lions. It's never it's been fun. better. It's never. You look, look at your sold out. The Wolverine.com. Yeah, season yeah. tickets for the Lions sold yeah. out. Yeah, and they the got Wolverine. a waiting list for Lions season tickets. I never thought I'd hear Michigan that. Michigan sold out for all their games? I think so, yeah. And the students are, it's like the largest student crowd they're going to have in a long time. Mm. Lions sold out. Man. What do you got? Can you hang around for one more segment? We'll yeah. talk about the expansion. Yeah, we got Clayton Safey uh, in the studio. You got a Michigan football question. Big Ten expansion and more. You can drop it on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1 838 4843. That's 1 HUGE. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. And speaking of text, if you're 21 and up, text GOLF, G O L F, to 21,000. And you'll go into the last two drawings for Labatt Blue Michigan Golf Getaway to either Agaming between Elk Rapids and Charlevoix or Dumaglass between Boyne City and Charlevoix. Two nights accommodations, 36 holes of golf for you and three friends. If you're 21 and up, just text GOLF to 21000. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Elevate your night out at the legendary Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature signs, and Ruth's legendary hospitality. And you've got yourself one incredible night. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at RuthsChris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. 
Huge here with a reminder that you can join me in the Michigan Sports Network on Wednesday, August 16th from 3 until 6 p.m. as we're broadcasting statewide live at the Coach's Corner on 7 Mile in Livonia at the Fox Creek Golf Course. You can help us raise money for Folds of Honor to help children of fallen soldiers and first responders receive college scholarships that their fallen loved ones would have provided. You can also enjoy the live broadcast and 22-ounce drafts for 5 bucks. Domestic bottles are just $3.00. 75 cent bone in wings, $2 homemade potato skins, and many more specials. Dine in only. All vets, we thank you for your service, and you'll get half off all day August 16th at the Coach's Corner on Seven Mile Livonia at the Fox Creek Golf Course. So join me there, and you can check them out online at Coach's Corner Bar and Grill of Livonia.com or go to the Michigan Sports Network.com website for more info. Hey, this is Matt Shepard from the Michigan Sports Network. I love summers in Michigan because it means golf season. Now, two things always when I go golfing. I make sure I got my sticks, and I've got plenty of cold, fresh Labatt Blue Light. Whether I've just squeezed in 18 holes or I just want to relax on the patio after a long day, everywhere I go, and I'm serious when I tell you this, I tell people about the smooth, genuine taste of Labatt Blue Light. It's just a great beer. Michigan Sports Network is giving you a chance to win a foursome to Michigan's best courses. Just listen weekdays to the huge show and x's and bros or just text golf to 21,000 to enter that's golf to 21,000 the trip includes two overnight stays and two rounds of golf all brought to you by my friends at labat blue light so grab a labat blue light the next time you head out onto the course and enjoy the blue skies because blue is for michigan summers and great times always enjoy responsibly copyright 2023 labat usa buffalo new york all rights reserved labat is a registered u.s trademark of labat brewing company ltd roast umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from central american farmers and roasted in grand rapids and also the nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives look for it at your local retailer or at roastumber.com you're listening to the huge show on the michigan sports network Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer on a Thursday broadcast presented by our friend Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. End of the year, they will formally become Dorn Mayhew, stronger together with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, Bean Garter from the west side of the state. And on August 17th, I'll be doing the huge show live from the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy. And Herman Moore and Lomas Brown will join me. That will be on Thursday, August 17th. And thank you to our new friends from Dorn Mayhew and Troy and to Josh Garvey, who has followed in the footsteps of one of the great men I've ever met, Tom Rosenbach, and the entire crew at Bean Garter, Matt, and Marketing, and more. So look for us. Thursday, August 17th at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy. And Herman Moore and Lois Brown will join. How many weeks is it? Is it 
five weeks from tonight, five weeks from tonight, we get Lions. Is that correct, uh, Clayton? Is it five weeks from tonight, Lions, Chiefs? That sounds right, yeah. Wow. And we do have Thursday night football, a really good one. No Rodgers, no Deshaun Watson. Uh, Still football. It is football, though. It's it's Thursday night football. Yeah. Uh, Jets and the Browns uh, in Canton. So, yeah. Lions will win in Kansas City. I think my three losses projected were at the L.A. Chargers, um, at the Cowboys, and I had one more loss in there. What was that? New Orleans, maybe? I think they're going to win the opener. I think Kansas City will be unveiling the Super Bowl uh, banner, and so be it. Uh, We'll talk some Lions next hour. Also, Dr. Pink, another moving Ferris forward interview. He is the president at Ferris State University uh, in Big Rapids. Clayton Safey will join me for one final segment. We'll look at expansion in the Big Ten. And also a look at the GLIAC football media days from earlier this week on the west side of the state. 24-7, everything you need is at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.